Excited for you. I'm gonna let you start because I don't, I don't, I don't. If I start, I might not stop. You're gonna let me start. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's very fitting that we come into this uh, Halloween spectacular episode on Halloween because uh, just last weekend we had a uh, Halloween hoot nanny on Shutter in which uh, Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy the Mail Girl ran through three Halloween movies: it was Halloween One, Halloween Four, and Halloween Five. Now, uh, it was a great deep dive in all three movies. Uh, I went from 9 p.m. to about 4 in the morning. Stayed up for the whole thing. So if you want to read my live tweets, you can hit up at It's, it's Them Damn on Twitter. Uh, but it was a good primer for this episode because it just, you know, shows how beloved this franchise is. Um, no matter which way you look at the continuity, uh, everything starts with part one. So, uh, and with it, you know, come a few caveats, such as, you know, why does Michael do what he does, and where does he get the strength from? So I figure we start with defining our take on uh, why Michael Myers is the way he is, and uh, I think I'll, I'll start by saying that, you know, it, while in the movie he stated that it's pure evil, you know. A, a, a Michael Myers probably wouldn't even have any concept of good and evil. He's just uh, in constant communication with himself. So everything he does uh, works towards the choice he made that fateful Halloween night and trying to get back to that moment and replicate those instances. And the more people fight back, the more pissed off he gets that he's not dealing with that actual incident one more time. 
So that's that's my whole thing. Uh, what are your thoughts? Michael Myers is an entity unto himself. He is. They say he's pure evil. Michael Myers is the living embodiment of evil. If evil had a physical form, it's Michael Myers. He's not evil because he doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. He's evil because that's him. Um, it's more apparent now with the uh, movie that came out in 2018, which takes away the uh, the sequels, which we'll get into, and gives him a clear purpose and purpose is to kill that's it there's no there's no other backstories there's no other convoluted uh, thorn references or anything like that michael kills because that's what he does there's no questions he needs to ask himself he doesn't uh think about what he does he just does it it's his nature that's Michael Myers. And that's the end of our... Pro- no. Um, <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> that's it. No. Uh, I, th- I think, uh, I think uh, Dr. Loomis summed it up in part one when he says what he says. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason... No uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. That's that's it for for you know motivations as far as I, I'm concerned. Um so but you know successful products and successful movies always tend to mean sequel, especially if they make a lot of money and uh do well. And that's what we got. Uh, because after that initial movie and after an attempt at a sequel with uh, the first part two um yeah the story sold or so you think uh, what did you think what did you think about that original sequel uh, directed by Rick Rosenthal uh, see to me I see part one and part two as one continuous movie. Uh, it's like we can put it in remission in between the two movies because it all happens the same night. Part two is just, it's the same night. So right. it's a continuation of uh, he's just continuing on his way of killing. Yeah. Part two does go into now giving him a reason why he's going after Laurie Strode. Um, which we find out is because it is his younger sister. Yeah. Now, besides that aspect, you take that little storyline out and continue on on what's going on from part one. Yes, part two is one of the better sequels to the entire line. 
but again, it's because I still think it's a continuation of the first story. So I don't. Yeah. I know it's a sequel in name and in an action, but I really think it's just a, it's a continuation um, of the story. And but it does. This is the first time you start thinking about uh, when you get the, the references to uh, Sam Hain um, from Doctor Loomis. Yeah. Uh, which upsets me because it's actually not pronounced Sam Hain. It's pronounced Salwin, but be that as it may, as your local Halloween expert, um, throw that out there for knowledge check for you guys. Next time there's a trivia question on it, you can say, hey, I remember Evil Intentions from It's Them Damn Enchiladas podcast said it's pronounced Salwin. That's you right. Might, you might win a bar trivia prize. That's right. You might win a pack of cigarettes if they still do that. Um, what the? I don't know. I just had a flashback to whole bunch, getting a whole bunch of cigarettes at bars one time. Um, so, yeah, part. That's part, how old you are. You were hanging out in bars when you used to smoking them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, part two thoughts. Now, the only, other, <laughs> the other, I'm not gonna talk about the cigarette store. Um, the other thing that cracks me up is that. Right away, they already went to a different Michael, <laughs> a person to play Michael, uh, Dick Warlock, who should be doing porn with a name like that. Uh, that, that other than that, you know, you know, Nick Castle playing him in, in the first part. Just, um, just funny that in the second part, <laughs> already they went, started changing him before uh, George Wilbur took over the role. Yeah. Yeah. Um part two it's like it depends on how i'm feeling when i watch it there's some days i dig it like i like the hospital stuff i think it takes a little little bit more time to get revved up than i i like but uh i don't like uh jamie lee curtis's wig in the movie it's it's a little distracting <laughs> um hey i mean there's, there's there's two elements like you gotta think about when uh when you can tell they give a shit about a Halloween movie. How Michael Myers' mask looks, and if Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, how her wig looks. If one of those is off, you're in, a, in for a dodgy movie. But, uh, yeah, I like, I like, I like some of the set pieces in it. I like stuff in the hospital. Um, but I, you know, it just depends. It just depends on how I'm feeling. Well, we were talking about it the other day. Um, when he comes out from behind the nurse, it is one of the more iconic uh, visions of Michael that I can remember as growing up and watching the movies. Because he's just dark, and all of a sudden, it's just a mask. First yeah. time I saw that, yep, lost my shit. <laughs> lost my shit. Yeah. And part two, uh, we put up a poll the other day about if people liked when old school horror movies used to open up the sequel with the final ending of uh, the final sequence from the previous movie the reason why was because I was watching this and actually through most of the first parts of Halloween it's, it goes through that whole sequence but when Luma shoots him and then he's gone a little f I, I kind of think this is going off topic here his body print on the grass looks like the symbol from Blair Witch. 
next time you watch it, I want you to look at it. Yeah, it's a little sketchy. This is what I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that uh, that body print's a little half-assed on that one. Um, <laughs> Conspiracies. It's just, it's just there. And um, it's just something. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I dig when sequels pick up where they left off. It's a nice little bit of continuity. Nice little reminder because you get a, you get a little a little montage of what happened before. Get a little refresher course going. Put it throw you right back into the shit. Uh, speaking of getting thrown right back into the shit, they skip an installment. You wouldn't see Michael Myers for quite some time. Uh, because we got Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, or as I like to think of it, Season of the Witch. Because uh, they, at the time, and everybody knows the story at the time, they wanted to do uh, Halloween as an anthology series in which every year... You get a new installment. It's a new Halloween tale. And uh, season, Witch, season of the Witches was the first and last attempt at doing that within the Halloween umbrella. Because um, that part, through that little three designation, pissed a lot of people off. Uh, they didn't dig it. It was reviled for years. Because it was the third installment in a movie uh, series that didn't have its main attraction uh, but luckily Seasons of Witch has uh, become a bit of a cult classic with that infectious theme and uh, a wonderful performance by Tom Atkins uh-huh. amid some crazy stuff so I like Seasons of the Witch I think it's a perfect movie I think it's a great ho- horror movie uh, it's just not a Michael Myers film, but that's okay because it exists perfectly on its own. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, if they would have just called it Halloween Season of the Witch, it would have been fine. <laughs> but that's that's well, actually I don't care because this is a great movie. So this is before the internet. So you would imagine this would happen if the internet were around. People um, would have lost, would have been crazy for no goddamn reason. People would have been flicking doo doo all over the joint. Like they just would have, they just, you know, they would have treated it the way they treat every other new thing that comes out that isn't what they like. They would try to destroy it and then walk it back later. But you know, that's what it is. Well, it was Tommy Wallace that directed this one. Yeah. And you know, he's responsible for the mask. Yep. Which is which is ironic because then this movie goes into Silver Shamrock novelties, which makes masks. Yep. See how things are just connected. It's all connected all the time. But then, then Michael returns. Literally, it's called the return of Michael Myers. So he comes yes. back in part four. Yep, part four. Yeah, and this kickstarted. Um, it's really, really weird now that I think about it because this was at the height of slashers in the eighties. But uh, this like cluster of three movies is also indicative of the downfall of slashers in the 80s because while part 4 is a great return to form uh, I think I hate part 5 the most (laughs) out of the entire series like okay Halloween movies all of them are fine for what they are and what they're trying to do and I know you have your contentions on that we'll get to that part later but uh 
they're you know they're good in in and of themselves and they do what they have to do except for part five (laughs) i think part five is a shit show (laughs) a a shit show of a halloween movie listen (laughs) those goddamn cops but this is what happened when. Oh, 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 I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, this was directed by Dominique Anthony Girard. Uh, he did part five, and let's. <laughs> you know the problem I have with part five, besides the cops, is it's this. There's a story. There's a story there. There's a story there. Yeah. Somewhere trying to get out but the ridiculous characters in the movie yep hold it back yeah i was glad when mikey got killed um there there's a difference between watching an angry film like a film that is meant to be angry and watching uh, a film that is trying to be angry but just ends up being incompetent like the Rob Zombie movies Halloween movies are angry movies Uh hence you're growling Uh, Halloween 5 is working very hard to be an angry movie but it's just incompetent like they they, and I get I get walking back uh Jamie as a potential killer. Spoiler alert for part four. Uh, they set her up to be this next embodiment of evil. Which is fine if you're going to go there. But they walk it back and uh, they they limit uh, they end up like limiting Danielle Harris's performance as Jamie but enhancing it because she's that damn good of an actress. It's my, my horror movie boo. And, and, and so uh, because she doesn't talk for two thirds of the movie, so uh, you know that's you know you take away powerful aspect there. Rachel, standout character from Part Four, played by Ellie Cornell, gets offed early, and it's meant to be you know the shocking twist moment, but it's just it's executed you know horribly and just no pun intended, and just it's just a bad move. And instead of, you know, kind of leveling the playing field, so to speak, we get one of the worst protagonist attempts at a protagonist in the history of horror movies. And Tina. Tina! Like, I, I, I get it that the character, I mean, the character pretty much sums up their whole existence with the line, well, you know, I try not to be sensible if I can help it. Which is probably going to be on my uh, tombstone when I die. <laughs> so, again, tread lightly when you start making comments. <laughs> it's a good line, but it's a little too on nose for what the character does. Yes. Totally agree. Because, you know... <laughs> Go ahead, good. I just, I, you know, the character wants no part of, of what's going on. Um... And that's, I mean, I'm not trying to slight Wendy Kaplan's performance because, you know, you're going to do what you're paid to do, what, what your direction is inside of a movie. That's, 
you know that's understandable but that character itself is just absolutely mind-numbingly horrible to you know be expected to root for you know so it's baffling she's worse than the cops in the movie no she's not worse than the cops yeah she is no they go out of their way like <laughs> she's written that way you know yeah you know how it's, it's just like you know who framed roger rabbit i'm not bad i'm just drawn that way no see they wrote her this way all right she's just doing her job the cops it feels like they were directed to act incompetent and then on top of that the sound effects that they added to the movie they get otis from like, superman what, what, they why? get the little dork theme i have no idea I have no like, idea like, like you didn't think we understood that they were incompetent already? That you had to add the, the, the theme music and the, the sound effects to make us know that. Yeah. That good movie. job. Good job, Dominique. That, that, that movie makes me so angry. Because 4 was actually decent. Yeah. You know? And like you said, the, the ending where, um, spoiler alert, uh, she kills her stepmom. Well, she doesn't even kill her. Well, well it's implied <laughs> that she kills her in part 4. Correct. Because Loomis flips the fuck out. It's a great thing. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. um, well, she's stabbed. Yeah. So that's that happened. But then they walk it back, and it, she's she's in this this uh, center. Yeah. The only thing I like in the movie is uh is the final deal. In, in the in the in the dilapidated Myers house, but then they walk that shit back at the ending too. So you know, I was gonna I, say, I, I know you hate the part where he breaks out of jail. Well, see, see, yeah, and see, like I don't mind part six. I mean, they they had they were they were in a hell of a hell of a position to. Uh, fix a bunch of messes and end the damn thing. See, this is the problem. Part four was written by about seven people. Yeah. Part five was written by a different group of seven Se- people and their, and their moms. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, who wants to write a, a Halloween script? Let's do a... This is like the old school... Well, let's have a contest and see who comes up with the best story. We'll just put random some people together and let's make a story. That's that's what five was. Before was the same way. How some great movies have been written with multiple writers. You can't do it in back-to-back sequels. Right. That means you didn't have any faith in them from part four. Right. But guess what? Part five wasn't that. It was worse. Worse. <laughs> Worse, but the constant is Michael is still a badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then part six, where they they in the attempt to make all this shit make sense, they hamstring themselves even more by revealing the curse of the Thorn. Now. In any like okay, okay. In an unconnected horror movie franchise, 
based around the curse of the thorn. Okay, that's cool. But to graft that onto Michael Myers and undercut his embodiment of pure evil is just, uh, you're trying too hard at that point. You're trying too hard and you're expecting your audience to give a shit. And they don't because they want to see Michael Myers be pure evil and stab people. And then you have his adoptive cousin. Like they, they, they now they're just trying to find any any lineage to to the Strodes. Yeah. And now uh, you have Kara Strode, who's literally they have it as the adoptive cousin of Laurie. Yeah. Listen, listen, what's going on here? Um, first, you're gonna tell me. So then, Jamie Lloyd is is supposed to be Laurie Strode's daughter. Right. Laurie apparently died in a car accident. Right. This was revealed to us in part four. Um. But then during part six, they decide, hey, Michael, Jamie's baby is your baby. Yeah, and as an aside, and just I'm just say this like in general. Hello, Hollywood. This is Griff. Stop fucking doing this gross ass shit. That's it. Yes. <laughs> what he said. Incest, not fun. Yeah. Not good. Stop it. Let's, let's. We know it's wrong. There's no reason to bring it back up. Let's 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 send it into the ether and not have this shit repeat. Somebody goes, hey, what do we put it? No, just stop it. And now on top of that, Mike's not trying to fuck. No. Let's be real here. That's not his thing. No. All right? If any of them, if any of the har- the three kings of horror are trying to bang, it's Freddy. All right? Yeah. Freddy's definitely trying to bang. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mike. Not Michael. Michael's no. definitely not trying to bang. He does not care. All right? But the whole Curse of Thorn... With the symbol, and then Loomis. Oh, I remember that symbol. No, don't go. Don't do it to me, Donald Pleasance. Why'd you Why'd you buy into this script? And, and well, I mean, because he's going to elevate anything he's done. But yeah, yeah, hey, Donald Pleasance. Uh, we we got to give it up for his his portrayal of Loomis throughout all the movies he was in. Because man, like. He he makes the unwatchable watchable. He grounds everything, and he gives it his all. Even I mean he was he was in ill health in part six, and he still managed to see that roll through. So yes, but through all these convoluted scripts and storylines, they don't they don't mess up Michael and his kills. No. Nah. It's one thing that's constant is his, his force that he is. Yeah. And um, I, I, I tell Jason he better watch out because if two more movies coming out, Mike, Mike might pass him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean Cunningham man, needs to figure his shit out. But, you know, we'll see. We got some time. Um so, so four, five, six yeah. are their own little family of movies right. yeah. in the Halloween continuum. Um, then we have 
a long time until Halloween H2O. Now, I will go on record as saying, and then I'm willing to argue this some other day if anyone wanna, wants to at me on Twitter. I can make an argument that H2O is the second best Halloween movie. Um, I can see that. And I have, I have no argument because I understand where you're coming from. And it doesn't go unnoticed. And I think the main reason why is because they had a competent director. Sorry. Steve Miner. Steve Miner, who directed uh, Friday 13 Part 2 and 3. And 3. Yep. 2 and 3. Yeah. Which happened to be 2, which is one of my favorite besides, obviously, Roy Burns' New Beginning. He, he He's done... Well, he's done plenty of horror movies, actually, Steve Miner. So he... They brought in someone... Right, they, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, and this was this was old Michael. Yes, yes, it was. So they, they, um, Robert Zappi and Matt Greenberg wrote this script, and they yeah. got rid of parts four, five, and six. Yeah, they're gonna say four, five, and six never happened. Um, everything after the hospital is now our new our new story, and that's where they pick up. So 20 years later. Right. And this is pure, this is pure Michael. Yeah. Uh, just, you, 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 you get back that sense of the incredible beast that he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't let up until it starts, uh, as soon as he, since it shows up on screen, and um, I think I think uh, H2O has uh, right up there. It's like one A, one B, one C, the best ending uh, in in the whole franchise. Um, it is powerful uh, and. Jamie Lee Curtis knew that they were going to walk it back, but she committed to the whole damn thing anyway, uh, because originally she wasn't going to do the movie uh, if he was just going to come back in another sequel. But uh, Kevin Williamson came up with the paramedic swap. Spoilers! Uh, it's not really my goal that gets his head chopped off. Uh, everybody going into that scene knew that the paramedic swap was going to happen. Uh, they just did not uh, film it during principal photography for that movie, and they shot all the paramedic stuff after the uh, principal photography had ended for H2O. So, um, yeah, it's 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 one of the better entries. It's just right up there because, and again, it comes down to you got to give a shit about how Michael looks. And if Jamie Lee Curtis is in the movie, you gotta give a shit and either let her wear her hair the way she wants to or don't fuck up that wig. <laughs> uh, what's even crazier is that uh, John Carpenter was supposed to direct this. Yeah. And they asked for $10 million. Why not? $10, $10 million. Because he was, he was still a little angry for part one. Yeah. 
It's part one. He didn't, didn't even get paid for part one. No, I mean he got a he got a he got a ten percent of the full gross, something like that. Which yeah. wasn't yeah, and that that ten million he asked for was for a three picture deal, and uh, so that still wouldn't have covered the millions of dollars that the franchise has made off of his contributions. So, but, yeah. Yeah. Fuck the movies. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Halloween H2. What I'm not a big fan of is Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> now, you actually asked me this question earlier when we were first starting this podcast. That I would choose Busta Rhymes over Rob Zombie. Yeah, I remember that. Now, having rewatched Resurrection again. Uh huh. I'm not necessarily picking Busta Rhymes <laughs> <laughs> over Rob Zombie. Hey, Mikey. Happy fucking Halloween! Especially with uh, Busta's ridiculous kung fu addiction in the film. Yeah. And the fact that he actually got top billing when the movie starts. <laughs> it's like starring Busta Rhymes. is like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. That was a hell of a finesse. Because you know what? He had to see LL Cool J in uh, H2O. And it was probably like, oh, he survived? Shit. <laughs> and just leveraged the whole damn thing. Because remember, you we were coming off of uh, 90, 98 through 97 through 2000, 2001. Buster Rhymes was everywhere. But you were not escaping that dude. Stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> so he leveraged all of his star power at the time. And... Uh, he would have made it if they haven't get, given him all that goddamn movie karate. Because <laughs> somebody squaring, okay, okay, somebody fighting Michael Myers is fine. As long as you get your ass whooped. Um, and you can survive fighting Michael Myers as long as you get your ass whooped. But if you're going to fight Michael Myers and delay your ass whooping, don't, don't, don't make no ace rape Bruce Lee noises. Stop that shit. You just square up and, you know, get your three to seven hits in and then take your ass whooping. <laughs> just, you know, but but Busta Rhymes finessed the hell out of that role and, um, and, and, uh, Kung Fu kicked his way in the horror movie everything. I blame Rick Rosenthal <laughs> for putting up with this nonsense. You mean you had? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. You know, and LL did a hell of a job at uh, H2O. Yeah. And this is coming off of uh, Deep Blue Sea. Uh, he, had, so. he did not have a hat like a shark's fin. No, no, he did not. <laughs> but he survived. So LL has a history of surviving. <laughs> So he's okay, you know. He's bad, you know. Yeah. So let's let's get to the ridiculous beginning of this movie. Oh boy. So we find out that she didn't chop off Michael's head. She chopped off a paramedic's head. Yeah. Cool. Great. That's fine. First, first ten, fifteen minutes of the movie. She's crazy. Great. I get it. Makes sense. 
you know, you've been dealing with this guy for how long? All right, you're nuts. Perfect. Then you get the the guy in the in the sanitarium, who's a serial killer fanatic, walking around in a clown mask. I don't know what purpose he ser- he served in this in this movie, besides being be brought back to his uh, cell or his room. No purpose. No purpose. Nope. Then you actually have a decent scene on the roof between Laurie and Michael. But it's too early in the movie. So you know this is not how it's going to go down. Yeah. And you kill Laurie Strode. Uh, yeah, that's... that's I get it. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis was done at the time and she didn't want to... She didn't want to... Uh, deal with this bullshit anymore and i understand but you don't make the uh protagonist that is exiting uh basically you know pretty much just slip up on a banana peel and 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 lose that bit of awareness so you know she has the flashback to uh killing the paramedic and just checks and uh that's it for her um yeah and again you know it comes down to you know what's the two things that that you really gotta check for how's the mask look and what does jamie lee curtis's wig look like and i hated that wig so i understand uh and you know what okay i don't mind the setup for resurrection whatever you know it is what it is it's a product of its time reality tv show it's fine um michael goes home okay cool whatever uh the execution of the movie no puns in it yeah there's some cool kills but other than that i and i you know if it went somewhere that'd be fine but it was just in the end it's just a lackluster installment um it's not as bad as halloween part five but uh, it ain't up there. Now, here's a fun question. Do you think that they were setting up Buster Rhymes to be the new Dr. Loomis of the reality era? I don't even know why you didn't say that. I don't even want to think about that. Because this is how I think. And I wanted to surprise you on this fantastic spectacular episode. What I tell you, I said tread lightly, right? Don't make me think about I, these awful things. I didn't say nothing bad. I just posed a question to you. No. And I hope that when this movie came out and they saw how bad it was, that they were like, you know what? Buster Brown needs to go away. Buster, go go hide. Go go find Split Star. You know. Go hang out with your boys. And this is not no, I don't I don't want you near I don't want you near any horror franchise ever again ever again okay. ever right. yeah, that, sounds, that sounds about good that sounds fine no and I don't think they were trying to set up new Dr. Lubis I think they were just dumb <laughs> <laughs> okay that's cool so uh you know you, you know what you, you know what you just set yourself up for though, right uh, no does Halloween Resurrection with Buster Rhymes. Do you take that over? Halloween. 
Yep. And Rob Zombie's Halloween too. No. You need you need Rob Zombie's Halloween to get to Halloween too. Unfortunately, you do, but Halloween's a mess. 2007, yes. Halloween's a mess. Yes. Um. And you know, part two actually wasn't horrible. But that's because Rob Zombie said, fuck it. I think he just finally just gave up. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm just doing whatever the hell I want. Um, and because, like I said, Rob Zombie is allowed to make movies. I cannot stop Rob Zombie from making movies. I can stop myself from liking Rob Zombie doing the Halloween movies. Yeah. yeah. I don't he just tries to explain too much of what makes Michael tick right when they should just let Michael be and the success of most of the Halloween movies is when there is no motivation given for what Michael does and that is why I do not like the Rob Zombie movies that's it. No, no, I, I totally get, I get where you're coming from. Um, I, I, I dislike that first movie a lot. Um, it is, it's too straightforward and too. There's no, there's no twist. There's, there's just, it's just, it's just, you get from point A to point B, C, that you go right through the whole fucking alphabet, and you don't get your letters jumbled at all. It's two by the numbers. Um, you know, it's a shame, because I think there are some good performances in it. Uh, Brad Dorf is phenomenal. Daniel Harris is great. Um, Tyler Maine is adult Michael Myers just you know is a full force uh Shane Moon Zombie is Michael's mom perfectly fine but where the movie uh is such a fucking downer to watch <laughs> is just this over explanation and the, like okay this version of Laurie Strode is so unlikable <laughs> when 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 the movie opens and baby Lori, or baby Angel, spoiler, is screaming. And then the movie ends, and uh, teenage Lori is screaming. And you've had the same character through every iteration throughout the film just yell the whole way through. Ain't much you can do there. Ain't much you can do there. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing uh, uh, fun about it at all which is unfortunate uh part two um and he there is a concerted effort a concentrated effort to let go and just tell this story and end it how he wants to end it i like all the ghost stuff um do you like the white horse the white horse is i mean it's fine it's it's weird you need to be weird at this point with after part one um I like that it ends. Ain't no sequels after this. 
Like, I know they tried to do Halloween 3D with the uh, Drive Angry guys, but uh, didn't come out. That's fine. Fully. Let, let, these, uh, let these movies stand alone because uh, you have to learn from them and give people what they want, which is a return to form. And that is exactly what we got with Halloween 2018. Now, when I heard who was writing this originally, Danny Bride, um, I just thought about that uh, that one scene from Due Date, where he plays the cashier <laughs> at the check cashing place in the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's Tuesday night. I got to hang out with my homies at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> And then this is the guy that's gonna write the script. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, this is this is gonna be part five all over again. <laughs> it's gonna be part five all over again. This is gonna be Pineapple Express meets Michael Myers. Yeah. And it wasn't. No. This they they scrapped everything. Nothing. Nothing happened from part two. No. It, now that now happened. part two never happened. Right. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Virgin Direction. Twenty. Rob Zombie. They're all gone. Yep. They do not exist. Yeah. It's perfect. And the fact that they put Michael not as Laurie's brother was my favorite thing ever. Ever. Because now it brings back the Michael Myers that scared the crap out of everyone. Why is this guy killing? Why is he chasing people? Why is he doing these things? It's 40 years after he killed her originally. Uh, killed the kids, the, her friends. Yeah. And now he comes back more like, oh, I remember that I didn't, I didn't kill you. <laughs> you're the one that got away. Yeah. Not that you're my sister. Nope. You got away. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Yeah. And he is. I thought he was gonna kill the baby. Yep. If they would have went down that path, I would be like, oh shit. Yep. Then, uh, then you really know that the movie's not messing around. Um, at least he didn't kill a dog in this one. I still can't forgive him for that. Yeah, they they love to do that in uh in the first run. Um, but um, yeah, I uh, I like how it didn't uh didn't shortchange this version of Laurie Strode at all with Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. And again, what did we say? Look at the mask. Look at the wig. And it is you know it is a wig for Laurie Strode. 40 years later how that character would be so you know it's perfect and her characterization is great she, she is a she's a trauma survivor and she is working through it and now the events come back because they haven't been dealt with and she has to deal with them and I thought it was uh, phenomenal uh, I like uh, I like the fact that it is a greatest hits sort of assemblage while telling a new story because if you notice, everything starts getting uh, the kills 
like work their way through as far as brutality goes. You get some small ones. And then by the end of the movie, he's stomping right on through skulls. And it's it's great. Um, I am looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Uh, all we know is that there are a lot of returning cast members from part one coming back for Halloween Kills, including including uh, Kyle Richards as Lindsay. That's going to be interesting to see after her stint on Real Housewives. So, um, and uh, Halloween Ends opens up the future because uh, I want to see how the franchise moves on after this because that is a perfect stopping point for the franchise itself and then they can get back to what Halloween could be but this time with Michael Myers as the boogeyman the shape in a different Halloween themed story every year that's what I would like to see so you tell I tell more Michael Myers you just tell these stories these one-offs based off of the legend of that Halloween night and you you pick it up wherever you you want to you could tell tons of new stories that way and still keep an icon in theaters well that's what he is Michael Myers is an icon throughout this whole franchise through the ups downs the peaks the valleys part fives <laughs> the original the 2018 Michael Myers somehow found a place in my heart and in my consciousness as the greatest horror icon now you will probably state your case Adam in our next episode of why Freddy Krueger and the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise is your favorite I'm sitting here today, tonight, as now, you guys are listening to this on Halloween, how appropriate, we've discussed all the movies, and Michael Myers is the baddest motherfucker in horror. Jason can have his kill count, Freddy can have his nightmares, but Michael, he did the damn thing, because what you said, he is the boogeyman, Adam. He is the boogeyman. He is the boogeyman. You are correct. And you have stated your case. Oh, I'm not done. There's more. Oh, you're, oh, you're not done. There's more. There's more. Oh, no. There's more. I told you once you get me started, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Michael Aubrey Michael Myers, born October 19, 1957, cannot be killed. He suffers a little setback here and there, but he comes back better each time now it's not a coincidence that Halloween is actually ranked first at the United States box office in American horror movies Michael Myers is the original slasher you don't have Jason and you don't have Freddy if it wasn't for Michael Myers and we've talked about the motivations but what separates Michael Myers from every other horror icon is that he is a living man He's not a myth. He's not a story. Everyone knows about him. 
He's always on the news. Michael Myers killed this, blah, blah, notorious serial killer, blah, blah, blah. No one even acknowledges Jason until Jason goes to hell. People don't even think Freddy Krueger exists. It's all in dreams. There is a reason why I'm so passionate about Michael Myers. <laughs> the original Halloween is a masterpiece. Unfortunately, none of the None of the sequels ever come close to replicating the feeling of dread, and a few horror movies in general have done so much with so little. A dollar ninety-eight William Shatner mask is what became an icon. A man standing behind a shrub, standing behind a clothesline full of drying clothes. But does it stop there? No. Mike can fucking drive. Does Freddy drive? Does Jason drive? He's just creeping down the suburban street in his little car on a cloudy day. He's a fucking stunt driver, little driver. Oh, eventually they're just gonna do a Too Fast, Too Furious Halloween. And he's gonna be in it. Michael Myers is the perfect horror icon. Point. Period. Stop. <laughs> I'm done. Well, uh, what are your thoughts, listeners? You can uh, tweet us uh, when you get a chance with all your thoughts about the Halloween franchise, because uh, Carlos has said it all. So. Uh, with that said, this has been another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. You can check the show notes for all our social media info. We got Twitter, got iTunes, got Spotify, we got Discord, we got Tumblr, we got the works. Uh, as always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making this sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. You got it! Until next time, please. By all means, have fun, watch horror movies, and remember to always drink responsibly. And what are those five magic words that will get you through the day when people are giving you shit? Hydrate, 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 hydrate. Next week, it is the 35th anniversary Nightmare on Elm Street Spectacular. You better be there. If you thought you heard monologues this time, guess what? I am going to lose my shit. Until then. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.
dark masks. Gather round your TV set, put on your masks, and watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third Gather commercial, round, it's still watch. on, please. Watch Take off the third channel, the third channel, it's still running. Stop it, please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to, please, stop it, stop it now. Turn it off, turn it off. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!